Hi, and welcome to episode 77 of the Gridirons of Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co-host, Osite. What's up, Bobo? What's up, man? How you doing? Long time no see. Yeah, one week. We had a great vacation. <laughs> we? No, no, no. You had a great vacation. <laughs> yeah. One of us had... You too. You didn't record while my absence. <laughs> Yeah, I had a I had a one week podcast holiday. It's even or, podcast hosts needs a or, weekend or, or holiday, or leave of absence, absence perhaps. But we back back at the grind. <laughs> That's one way to put it, man. <laughs> we didn't miss a lot because the football season is kind of boring right now. Nothing is happening. Yeah, not too much. Uh, we've the only place we've got any action is in Spain and uh, now in France, actually, who just got started with their season. So we're going to give you a quick update on what's been happening in those two leagues. Uh, but before that, we're going to get into uh, some Division One schedule talk for our Swedish season here. And uh, at the end, we will be. Uh, Doing a bit of a fun game. We're we're calling it Would You Rather? And we're going to be asking it questions to each other if we would rather do one thing or the other. And Osaida, I hope all of yours are somewhat football related because my question... They are. What do you think of me? Cool. But first, it is 2023 now and uh, as... We said uh, most leagues haven't gotten started yet. So with a new year and a new season just around the corner, get yourself ready with fresh new football gear. And what better place to get your gear than the biggest reseller in Scandinavia, Contact Sports. What makes Contact Sports unique is, is its special relationship with brands like Zenith, who give them the exclusive license to sell their products in Sweden and Norway. If you have any questions to the guys at Contact Sports, you contact them on their website or visit their store in person. And if you are interested in what happens behind the scenes, visit their YouTube channel. And don't forget, when you order at contactsports.se, remember to use our code SHITSHOW to get 5% off your purchase. Back to the show. Back to the show. And where to start? We have... A uh, schedule that came out a few weeks ago that we haven't really discussed for our Swedish Division One, our uh, favorite series, maybe. Not biased at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one we've played in for the past few years. And, uh, well, it's probably the series where we've gotten the most listeners from as well. Yeah, the Super Series, we barely mention it. Like, I talk some <laughs> smack about it every other day, so... And, and we haven't gotten too much of a foothold uh, with the broader European audience. But really, I like the new schedule. So what the thing here is, uh, they they didn't really have enough teams in Division One to make it a, a north and a south that that it has been the past few years. So instead, they decided to put all of the Division One clubs. And they number seven this year. So there are only seven Division One clubs. And they put them all in one series. And you'll play a few teams 
twice, but every other team once. Which means that you may or may not have one or two really long road trips in the regular season. Is it an all-time low team-wise in Division One? In it must be in Division One. Yeah, it must be an all-time low. Seven teams only. Yeah, but but like, how do you call it an all-time low? Because like, Division yeah, One, not... Division One in its current format has only existed for <laughs> what three seasons. Super Etan and uh, is it the same thing, right? No, that that was something else, and there were fewer teams in that than we've ever had in Division One. This division, not the Super Series, the one below it. Yeah, what about it? It's an all-time low. I haven't seen this division with only seven teams in hundred years. Again, I don't. I'm not sure how you can really quantify it because, as it exists, this series has only existed three seasons, and in those three seasons, I think it's been, uh, I think one team pulled out the first year. So I actually think there was seven. There were seven teams one year, and then two years in a row, I believe that there have been ten or eight. No, it might have been eight, and then it was ten last year. And now this year, we're down to seven again. So it's not an all-time low, but it's it took a big uh, big hit. There's a big drop-off from uh, last year when it comes to number of teams in this division. Exactly, but the schedule, I really like it. I don't know why, but us younger guys has have no issues with long road trips. <clears throat> we kind of enjoy them. It's like a two-day vacation. I understand all the players hate it because you got to go away from, like, you get two days off your job, but you got to go and on the road. You don't see your family. You don't see your kids. I get it. Fast young guys, we kind of like it. <laughs> Are are you are you sure that's true as a general statement? I don't think everyone uh, I know necessarily likes going on these road trips. I mean, we we have we usually have a lot of fun with them, but like th this is just a hobby for us. This sport and these trips take a long time. Like if you're traveling six seven hours one way, then your entire weekend is spent. Yeah, sun, you're coming in Sunday morning, kind of. How do you mean? Oh, you mean if you play on Saturday, you go up on yeah. Friday. You're you might have to leave work or school early on Friday, and uh, you're away all day Saturday, and you don't come home and, until the middle of the night the next day. Yeah, so it's kind of like you you pretty much at home Sunday, four o'clock in the morning or three. <clears throat> yeah, that, that that's usually the case. So I understand it like it's it's a time dump going on. Like especially Kihuans this year has a a game in was it in Olanda? We've actually got we actually got two of the long road games, and uh, unlucky for us, they're in back to back weeks as well. So we're going up to Masta to play against the Olanda Jets only. For the very next week to go to Koskyuga to play against the Wolves. 
I think it was that order. It might have been the opposite, but no, no. I think you, you mentioned before. I think it, yeah. that way. Yeah. So it, it's a bit brutal to be doing that twice in a row. And I know some teams were lucky enough to only get one of these like five, six plus hour trips. Like so, some teams got Gothenburg, which is probably a three-ish hour trip for almost any team. So some teams got Gothenburg plus one long road trip or or something like that. While some of us, like us in Kipanza, we got two of the like six ish our road trips but okay, a lot of us guys the, the players have played u19 so we are pretty used to road trips yeah <laughs> I, that's true and that's actually been the case for u19 for yeah, quite see, a while i've never had a close away game in u19 oh you haven't no i have had close away games in u19 but we also had teams like Kalsta and Blue sometimes in our series in U19. So I've also been a we part had of that when Sol, I was younger. No. I don't know if Solna is f- more f- further away than Kalsta, right? No, it's not. It's about the same. It's, it's uh, about the same for us in the South. So see, I, I'm used to road games. I don't know why people see much uh, like difficulty in it. But back to it, it's, it's a preference thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it is mostly the time factor. People don't like sitting on buses for hours and hours. And then, uh, unless you're going up for a game that you either know is going to be a fun one to play or, like, be really close, it doesn't really feel like the game means much. or It feels like time poorly spent. Like, if you go up and beat a team by 40, it's not time well spent. Or if no, it's or not. or if you travel that far and you get your ass handed to you, you lose by forty, then it also feels fucking useless. You see, that's useless. I think I only had one, no. Oh shit! Yeah, two away losses in my life. I think. Oh, now it's three. Wait, wait, what? What do you mean? Away losses? Away ever? game losses, like. Far bus trip. Oh, you mean like the five or more hours away games? So the ride home is terrible. If you lose, yeah. Oh my god, that sucks. If you lose, like I could only imagine like losing the finals then going five hours bus ride home. Yeah, my U19 teams had to do that twice. We went to Kolsta and lost one year, and we went to Uppsala and lost the next. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> but no, this schedule is nice. You get like it feels so nice getting to play new teams finally. I okay, I think <clears throat> from our podcast perspective, this series is going to be great because we'll get to see every team face off against each other. Our power rankings are going to be so much more fun to do and in the end, they're going to be a bit more, uh, like, what, what, what can you say? A bit more uh, objective because we're going to have, we're going to have seen the teams play each other across divisions. So that's that's going to be interesting, and we're going to have a lot. I think we're going to have a lot of close games, a lot of fun games to discuss. You know what here. the fun thing this year is? All of the teams that actually beat each other is still in the series. 
all of the punching bags left. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I mean, this is going to be a super difficult series. Like, it's going to be a, a really high level, I think, from the teams. And I don't know, a few, a few teams are going to struggle because they can't really keep up because there are a lot of good teams in this series. But you know what? <clears throat> from the beginning, Limham at AIK. Is that is that a week one game? Yeah. First oh game my god. Oh my god. Now we will see if Limham's home field advantage over those years <laughs> was giving them the edge against AIK. So <laughs> I think they're fired up. Yeah. If if I have to make one preseason prediction right now. It is that AIK beats Limham in their home opener. <laughs> if they lose, oh shit. <laughs> who knows? Maybe the the, the Limham people are going to come at me now. <laughs> he wants Robert to come at you. Everybody besides him. That's cool. <laughs> I don't know if he's retired or not, actually. Uh, Strobel? Mm, he doesn't give me a straight answer. Oh, he doesn't? I, I hope he plays. He's a fun player to watch. I want to play against him, actually. You do? Yeah. I I, I might inevitably have to go against him. <laughs> I wouldn't say I want to do that, but I'll, I'll do my friggin' best. But I think I actually legit think he's the best offensive lineman we've played against. See, my, my one play, like, <clears throat> beat him one time, and send him the tape of it like every <laughs> month straight. <laughs> that, that, that is a fun idea. A very fun idea. It's like every time, like his motivation for the gym is that video. <laughs> but but no, to sum things up, I think it's great from a podcast perspective that the series is like it is. I think it's bad for an overall Swedish football perspective because the teams that we lost from Division 1, they're not even in Division 2 this year. All of those teams are gone. So we just lost three teams just like that. And I think new teams added, I think, is only one. So net loss loss is uh, two teams. Two senior teams from Sweden. See, that's bad. We need all the teams we can get. Yeah. Like a big-ass city like Helsingborg, how can you gather up a team? Yeah, I know. And I don't know like, what happened to Ekeby? How do you crumble that hard? Ekeby basically was, when it became Helsingborg. So. <laughs> but like, how do you go from one of the top teams in Division 1? But I know you, it's a small village. so it's I mean, hard I mean it, it's... Players retiring. I know. I know. Mon- many of those Ekby guys were getting older, uh, and then then they went over to Helsingborg. I think they lost some of the Ekby people, but they gained a few others. And uh, then then their coach left, and I think a lot of people were dis- disillusioned when that happened. So I think that's kind of what's happened with Helsingborg, but. I don't know. I think organizationally, many teams uh, just need more people involved in the process with everything that goes on in the club. I know Greg did a lot for that Helsingborg club, and I don't know how much help he actually had. Yeah, we've seen when he left, Bobby got his ass like kicked. So much work he had to do, like coach teams. 
yeah. for his own team. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And I mean, no shade to them. I I like the guys that they had there, like Matt Simeon and uh, Nassim and uh, who else was out there. Sorry if I failed to mention any of you guys, but I think you guys did a great job, but it, you it just wasn't enough people to run an organization. No, sadly. But this year, hopes it'd be fun. Finally, Kijuansta's going out of the south and visiting Olanda. Okay. <laughs> when was the last time all like Kijuansta traveled that far? Uh, exactly. I don't. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they had a road game there in 2013 or 14. I'm not sure. Yunshipping, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what? What? What does Yunshipping have anything to do with? It's on the way up. What do you mean? It's like a far away home game. A far away game. Dude, we were in. Uh, yeah, we were in Tulsa. Uh, Three years ago, I think, or four. Uh, that's S- same year we were in Yunshipping the last time. We were also at Toyosa the week before. No, the week after we were in Yunshipping. <laughs> oh shit! That was on our magical playoff run in uh, Division One in 2019. Should we go over to the most exciting leagues of all time, the Spanish and the French? Woohoo! <laughs> well, Side is super excited about this. Let, let's just give a brief up the update here. Uh, the uh, In the Spanish League first, in the East, we've got the Badalona Drax and the Mallorca Volters as the yet-to-lose teams. Uh, the Volters are winning kind of close games, so I'm not sure about their level just yet. But the Badalona Drax, they've only allowed seven points in two games. They're, they're not scoring a lot of points offensively, but... They're not really allowing any points either. So I think uh, the Drax look like a team, look still look like the team to beat in that Eastern Division. If we go over to the West briefly, we've got the Black Demons on top. Not too unexpected, but Rivas Osos actually has a loss. Strange game. I believe it ended 3-2. to two. A football game ended three to two, so a field goal on one side and must have been a safety on the other, and that's how the game ended. So not much offense being played in Spain so far this season is what what it looks like. And uh, just an honorable mention, we've got uh, a new team actually performing pretty well. The Coslada Camioneros are sitting at two and one after three games played. So well done from one of the newcomers to the league so far. Uh, what's the name of the... What the heck is the ALF name? The running back who just signed with Rivas Osos. Uh, Berlin Thunders running back. Oh, Jacques Crawford, yeah. He, was it the was it Rivas Osos? Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. That, that'll be yeah, it's, it's... an upgrade. So the people don't know the Spanish league is so early, so like players get the chance to actually finish the season there, then go over to the ALF or the GFL. Like you, you could legit play two full seasons. Like if you can make it work, you can play the full season 
in Spain, season ends, and you can travel directly to Germany or wherever, maybe an ELF team, and play their full season as well. Or stay in Barcelona and play for the Dragons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should we move over... Should we move over to France? Yeah. La France. Uh, they have... La France. <laughs> they have two divisions as well. Uh, and uh, we've uh, only had one week of action in France so far. And everyone played in week one. So we, we've got... In each division, there are three 1-0 teams and three 0-1 teams. So we can't really take away much from week one. Uh, but I do have a few takeaways. We have... The Flash, they were not dominant in their week one win. And uh, I'm not sure if this has anything to do with the new Paris ELF franchise, if they've lost any players or anything. But they mostly did. <laughs> I, I think if this was a matchup last year, I, I checked the results earlier, and I think they beat the same team twice last year by like huge margins if i'm not mistaken i think the elf team kind of took all of the star players away from each team <laughs> maybe or just from the flash because they're actually a paris based team ah so it's a flash de Kunov. no i don't think it's quite that though i i'm i know that the the French uh, national team quarterback plays for the Flash, and he's not moved. So, I, I, I'm not sure about the rest of the team, but maybe he has a contract. <laughs> he's still with the Flash. Uh, in, in the same group, we have uh, their opponent in uh, the championship game last year, the Thonon Black Panthers. They they had a decent win against a pretty good team in their Week One effort, 38 to 14. So, I think they're still going to be a a team to be reckoned with. Uh, if we go to the other group where we had the Marseille Blue Stars completely ran through that division last year. And but they didn't win at all. No, they didn't win at all. They got knocked out in the semi final against Donon. Uh, but this year, they, they started out. Well enough, they played the Grizzlies, who were one of the playoff teams last year. So they played a good team, and they beat them by two scores. So that's respectable. So I'm guessing the Blue Stars are going to be pretty good again. And one of the big surprises for me is the, the Dolphins from Nice. So this team, they're new to the league. I'm pretty sure they are. I didn't see them around last year. And I, I started following them on social media. It looks like they've got a decent uh, social media account, be social media team running things there. And in week one, they didn't play against a good team. Granted, that it was not a good team they faced off against. But in week one, moving up to the top league, they got a 36 to 3 win. So look out for Nice this season. New team in the league, big win in week one. Let's see what they can do when they have to play the be better teams like the Grizzlies and the Blue Stars. 
I thought the team was named Nice. <laughs> no, it's a, a city in France called Nice. Very nice. Oh, actually, if you're interested, this <laughs> weekend, February 11th, we've got Nice facing off against the Grizzlies at 7 p.m. So if you're interested, check check that out because I think it can be interesting. It's a good measuring stick game for this Nice team. Wasn't it the Grizzlies ranked in the Europe top 25 or was it the Belgium team? No, it was not the Grizzlies. I, I think some Grizzlies or some Bears were ranked. I'm not. I'm not sure how many teams from France were actually in that top twenty-five. I know. Nashville. I know the Flash were in the top twenty-five. I'm not sure if the Black Panthers were, or I'm. I'm confident Marseille was not, but I'm not sure about the Dono Black Panthers. Should we jump over now to the? Would you rather? Our main event for the podcast today. This is a would you rather segment. So both me and aside, we've come up with a number of potential scenarios, football-related scenarios, and we have to choose one or the other, and then sort of give a motivation for why we would want to choose one over the other okay we both have eight questions are you ready andre yeah can i start yeah sure sure so my first one is uh, a gothenburg based question what would you rather see would you rather see the uh, the Jotbo giants qualify for division one or would you rather see the Gothenburg Marvels qualify for the Super Series? Giants in Division 1. You think that would be a cool thing to see? Yeah. We, we could get the Gothenburg town rivalry in Division 1 in 2024. Of course. <laughs> that, that would be fun. I, I agree. But then again, there's the other thing. like We need more teams in the Super Series. And having a Gothenburg-based franchise in the Super Series... I think is needed. Like the second biggest city in Sweden should have a team in the top league. See, they had a team and they did not succeed at all. So, yeah, there. I mean, there's that. <clears throat> okay, I will start you off easy. Okay. So, would you rather lose by fifty or lose by one in the final second? Lose by one in the final second. Uh, Terrible feeling to lose a close game, but just the fact of like the idea of losing a game by 50, like you're totally embarrassed. You're not in the game. Like the, there's nothing fun about being a part of that. True. I, I hate it. <clears throat> it's, it's a requirement. I hate stressful games. So <laughs> give me the 50 bomb. <laughs> No, I want to be. I'd rather be in the high pressure situations than just being in a game where my team isn't competitive. Like that, that sucks. Okay, I'll I'll go with my next one then. I kind of on the same theme of uh, losing games here. <laughs> Would you rather lose in a championship game 
or get knocked out in the semifinals. Oh, that's a rough one. <laughs> See, lo- losing the finals. At least you made it to the championship. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, did you did you pick there? <laughs> yeah, so you'd rather lose in the championship game. It sucks, yeah, but yeah, I agree. I like the competitor in me. I want to be playing at the highest level in the final game of the season. Like that that's where you want to be. So e- even if you don't come out on top, which sucks. Oh my god, it sucks losing championship games. And I would know. But You'd rather be in that spot and have the chance than not even getting there. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, now mine is a bit weirder. Get <laughs> get ran over slash trucked by on a pole. <laughs> or get juked by the AIK running back. Number the U19 one. I need so, ankle break jukes. So either I'm getting run over by Strohabel or I'm getting my ankle broken, ankles broken by the AIK running back, the U19 running back. Yeah. Pick your poison. I'd rather get my ankles broken. I mean, <laughs> at, at least I'm not taking a brutal hit doing that. I, I saw what Strobel can do. I, <laughs> I don't want to be on the receiving end of that game. Or that yeah, exactly. hit. Okay, I'll go with my next one. This is a bit bit, bit of a weird one. A, a bit dark for the podcast, but fuck it, let's do it. Would you rather be forced be forced to watch five Full games from Europe and report on them every weekend. So five full games every weekend, and you have to report on them for the entire months of May and June. So exactly what we're doing right now. No, you have to watch five full games, which are not your own games, and -hmm. you have to report on them. Like give updates on the podcast or write something about them. It can be anything, but five full games every weekend for two months. Or just quit this podcast altogether. Five games a week. How are you going to do it? You only have two weekend days. Not many games are being played on Fridays. <laughs> and you remember the pro- the, strug- the struggles we had just getting uh, three games last year. Listen, uh, I always said if it gets too, as, like, too much work, I don't want to do it. So I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> you can request a new uh, co-host. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I just thought it would be a fun scenario. Like put a ridiculous amount of work into following tons of games or just giving up on it. But Okay, uh, where's your next one? <clears throat> Wait, I need to find it. Oh, shit. Okay. This is a long one. Run and slant and get caught in the middle by Marcus Passon. He's running full speed at you. Okay, you wait, wait, wait. I, I catch the pass. You catch a post in the middle and yeah. Marcus is running towards you full speed. And you are midair. You can't do anything. Where is he when I'm in midair? 
He's pretty close to you. Like he's okay. hitting you. you. You're getting hit by markers. Full speed. Okay. Okay. I'm getting hit hard. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm, or that. playing against an offensive line that only uses his head for four quarters. I'll take the one hit against Marcus. Jesus Listen, Christ. Both, I, are, both are concussion, but one is long-term, one is like quick one. <laughs> hey, if I'm lucky, the hit won't actually hit badly. and but He I'll will get... knock your ass. Like he's running full speed and going for vengeance. Yeah, I, I get it. But like you can have someone run full speed and look like he's going to knock you out for weeks. but And you're some, not, you don't some, see him. He's blindsiding you. Yeah, but sometimes you can get, take those hits and you just get up from it. It's the next play and it's like nothing happened. It's so Marcus. I'd rather take my risk with that one hit than headbanging against a lineman an entire game every Four snap. Only his, he doesn't use his hands. Only his <laughs> yeah, hands. yeah, that's what I mean. No. <laughs> Your next one. Oh, my next one. Okay. Would you rather play a position you hate, but you're really good at it and your teammates and coaches will love you for doing it, or play a position you love to play, but you're you're pretty bad at it. You're you're not the worst player in the world, but you're you're pretty bad at that, this position that you love. I, I play a position I hate. Anything for the team. <laughs> Real team player aside. Uh, yes. say, rather play a position I don't like. I've been like. doing it for 100 years now, so. <laughs> hey, don't you love the D-line? No, it's boring as hell. Wow, wow. <laughs> See, my, my next question will trigger people off. Which home field would you rather have, Ekebi or Gothenburg? One is in the middle of a school downhill, and one is like Sandfield. So pick your poison. Okay, I have seen Ekebi's field at its worst. And I would not ever want to have that as my home field. Never. So I'm picking Gothenburg's home field. Was it the one they tried, like had to fill with sand because of the holes? Which one? Mid-game? Ekebi. Uh, I don't know if they've filled it with sand ever. Yeah, they, played... they had to patch it mid-game. Oh, I, I once played a, a game in Yunsheping where much of the field had been had had sand spread on it. That was very weird. I I, I somehow was on the ground and I got got up and my gloves were just filled with sand. That was not very nice. But yeah, Ekebi, I've I've seen that field in like the wet puddles the total rain-soaked field condition, and that seems terrible. I remember my brother playing a U16 game or U19 game back in the day, and they could, like, do do belly slides in the water how for how much the puddles had just built up. The one thing I or, really or Or the field in Nekibu becomes rock hard when it's, like, sunny and warm out. It's it's almost like stepping on a rock on a grass field. It's such a bad field. Sorry, it could be. It's a terrible field. My biggest question is how the heck do people find it? <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, you go through a school, literally through a school, down two stairs, then go through a random grass patch, then up a hill, then down a hill, you find the field. 
Like, it's not the directions not, there. Must it's be not like that a, bad. Pages it, long. It's not that bad. There's a parking lot. If you just walk around the buildings to your left from the parking lot, you'll get to the field pretty quickly. But from the locker rooms. Yeah, from the lo- locker rooms, it's a bit weirder, but it, it's not that as difficult as you you're suggesting here. Okay, I'll do my next one. Would you rather be the best player on a three and five team? A three and five team. You're the best player. You're the star man out there, but your team goes three and five. Or be a backup on an undefeated championship team. So say if you're playing D-line, you're like the sixth or seventh best D-line. Oh, hey, and, and, you, and you only come on the field uh, if like the starting three tech is uh, injured or super tired. You see, I've been kind of in both. You know, my first year in 19, I was a the bench warmer's bench warmer. <clears throat> I was a special team specialist. Made but, it to the finals, didn't care like a shit. Because it wasn't my team. I was a big player in a losing team. It was so much fun. Because you still played. Playing is fun. Even if you're losing, still fun. But being on the bench, winning is not fun. Because <laughs> you're not a part of it. And losing yeah. isn't fun either. Because you didn't do shit. <laughs> yeah. Be I, a, lo- a good loser. I'd, I'd probably take the opposite side of this argument. Because like, e- even if you're not a starter being a backup you have a chance to see the field you probably see the field on some occasions even You're if it's a factor even if it's just like 10 or 15 percent of you the were snap. kind of in that situation in your your first years in u19 yeah i was so you, you know exactly the feeling i don't like i didn't like it i didn't feel like okay. a factor in the team so here's the thing i won two titles not being a starter on those teams and there's part of like what you're saying. It doesn't quite 100% feel like your own team, but I know that throughout the course of the season, I played a bit and I was in, in certain situations. And I think I contributed to both of those teams in one way or another still, even if I wasn't a starter. And of, of course I, I personally, I cared more the last two years when I was a starter, but I, we were still a good team then. I would not want to be on like a a losing team. What's basically one or two games below uh, 500. See 2020, I was a backup for the seniors. We won it all. We were undefeated. Yeah. U19, we were also decently enough, but I was kind of a starter there. I wasn't the star, but I was the veteran guy. <laughs> I was <clears throat> that big dude on D-line. I didn't do shit, but I was D-line guy. I didn't care about the seniors because I wasn't the starter. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, I guess it's somewhat fair, but if, if you're in any way contrib- contributing to your team's effort, like if even if you're just you're just playing kickoff return you're still doing something to help your team anybody could do that <clears throat> see that that's the attitude coach me hates the coach in me hates that attitude of sides when you score a touchdown 
probably three other guys on the field could have done that. When you get it like a tackle for loss, barely anybody on the field could do that. But running on kickoff and not making a tackle, literally everybody could have done that. But not everyone can do it as good as you. You missed a tackle, so. Yeah. <laughs> My next question. Do you know who's uh, Lucas Grip are from Orlando? The linebacker, their best linebacker. Uh, I'm vaguely aware, yes. He looks buff and chubby at the same time. Sorry, Grip. <clears throat> he looks like he's pretty big and fast. So, do you rather play receiver against Leander or try to block Grip for an entire game? But you're you're never gonna block the same guy for an entire game. No, he's blitzing your gap, and you had to block him every time. So, so I'm the center, and he's coming on a blitz every time. And we're passing the whole game, and you're playing man to man against Leander. I mean, I honestly, I'd accept either challenge. I'll do either one. Yeah, you do either one, but what you, which one would you rather take? I mean, I think it would be more fun to run around and try to beat Leander. <laughs> On a route, I think that would be more fun. I might do a better job at blocking Gabe than I would at getting open against Leander. So, like, it's <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I like both of these scenarios. Like, you're not putting me in a bad spot here. Like, I'll pick you the Leander one, but I, I do either. <laughs> no, we we will not. See, maybe we will see one of those match up. <laughs> maybe it's possible. Okay, I'll do my next one. So, this is the. I I think this is a a fun one here. Would you rather? Would you rather go watch the Rheinfire home opener in Duisburg, playing against the Frankfurt Galaxy, or watch the Hamburg Sea Devils home opener that's being played at ha the Hamburger SV's uh, soccer stadium against the Rheinfire? So Rheinfire at home, their opener against Frankfurt. So basically the opposite of what we did uh, last year watching in Frankfurt. Or go to Hamburg, be in that big soccer stadium when they play the Rheinfire in their opener. But see, how full is those stadiums? I think the Rheinfire could fill the stadium up some more. And the I... Rheinfire are getting a new stadium. Are you sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure they were playing in the same one they did last year. Is the big soccer stadium every every soccer stadium? <laughs> I think both. I think the field they're playing at is uh, a decently sized uh, soccer stadium. Now I will take the Rheinfire home games. They have been pulling the best numbers. That's fair. I've I, I've had some discussions about the Hamburg uh, home opener, and apparently it looks like a lot of like soccer supporters might show up for that game because. The soccer team there draws huge crowds, and apparently the soccer team is also promoting the football event for uh, the Sea Devils. So they might pull a huge crowd just for that game. But I, I don't actually know that for a fact. I don't know how it's going to go. We shall wait and see. And I, I'd probably pick the Ryan Fire option as well because we we've basically been invited by Roby to go to Düsseldorf, so that 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 would be a fun trip too. <laughs> I'm on vacation. I I almost went to Düsseldorf. Oh really? Yeah, but we went to Belgium instead. Oh. Long <clears throat> we can take this off air because I'm <laughs> okay. <ask> it online. 
<laughs> no, but the Rampfire game should be fun. I want to see their crowd, how good they are. Okay. <coughs> Next question. I don't know from what position this is, but try to stop Olanda's run game with Carlos <laughs> or the meme machine's passing game when Alpha was a part of them. Like we'll we'll try to stop Olanda's run game with Carlos. We'll we'll, we'll I mean I, I I'm not sure in this scenario if they're only running the ball, but we'll uh We'll load up the box and uh, stop Carlos. No, it's not only Carlos. There are other running back also. The, the shifty one. Yeah, but same same thing. Load up the box and stop them. I'd rather well, try. Stockholm. I'd rather try that than cover all of Stockholm's receivers. <laughs> <laughs> They're like just sorry, Orlando. You've got good players there, but like the, those Stockholm receivers might be the best positional unit. In Sweden, ever. they have the top tight end too. That's the issue. <laughs> Fan fucking fantastic. Then oh. off top of that, I don't yeah, know. exactly. So like the best position group we can ever find here. No, I'm. I that's just not happening. <laughs> okay, my next one. This is three parter. Would you rather win a national championship at the U19 level as a starting defensive lineman? Osai has one of those. Or win the Super Series title as a starting defensive lineman. So same scenario, U19 or Super Series. Or win a European championship for Team Sweden as the national team's equipment manager, water boy, or in a similar role. Come on. Win the Super Series, probably. Yeah. Do you hate Sweden? You don't want us to win the European Championship? I'm an equipment manager. Come on. I pump what, what does that matter? You could have no role on the team and you Listen, should re- want your. A lot of win. people could be equipment managers, but not a lot of people could be a starting D line and championship winning team. <laughs> you didn't even consider the team's no, option. I'm disappointed. Like, tell me. I, win the European Championship as a honorary D lineman. Like you start, but you don't you do you don't do a lot. I'll take it. I'll win for Sweden. <laughs> but if I'm an equipment manager, like come on, go, go pump ball somewhere else. Okay, so my my argument here would be that like in any scenario we want our country to win. And we, we know some people on the national team, too. So, like, it, it would be great for, like, everyone involved. But back to the point. If you're not playing, you're not making a difference enough. <clears throat> Put me as a star. U19 was so much fun, but still, like, it's it's kids. So, <laughs> it's kids. It's kids. Like, if you tell me Division 1, hell no. Division 1 sucks. <laughs> you're, not, you're not playing for something, but Super Series or New 19, th- that's something for you. <clears throat> okay, are ready for the next question, Andre? Mm, I guess so. Okay. Play a football game in Saudi, in Saudi Arabia in the summer. So you, you're pretty much you're cooking outside. <laughs> to make it worse, it's a turf field. 
I'm dying out here. (laughs) Or play in Russia in the winter. Minus 39, minus 40. Where, where, uh, wow. So you yeah. kind of burn to death or freeze to death. Pick your choice. I'm screwed either way. I'll, I'll play in the cold. I do not want to die in the heat in Saudi Arabia. Let's not do that. <laughs> Imagine falling on the ground like it's turf. You know the small turfs of the black ones? They're like icicles. Yeah, no, I... I'd put like seven layers of uh, cold gear on my body and I'd go play that cold ass game. I, <laughs> I'd rather do that. It's terrible. It's like you can't. It's that both you of can't, them are I mean, they suck, but <laughs> I, I think if, if I dress properly and get out there in that Siberian winter. Can you move? I, I might have difficulties moving, but I think I could <laughs> play the game, finish it. And not die. In Saudi Arabia, I take one snap in that summer desert heat, and then I'd go, no, I can't go anymore. Imagine how hot the ball is. <laughs> Playing hot potato with it. You, you, you can barely step on the turf because it's so hot. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I'm, pi- I'm picking the cold then. <laughs> Okay, my next one. This one is very podcast specific. Okay, would you rather lose to me in our next 40-yard dash race or would you rather win, but winning means that I pull a hamstring? Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) If we're going to make this realistic. Me and you are impossible to pull a hamstring. (laughs) <laughs> we don't drive <laughs> our top speed is not high enough for our muscles to be in risk of a torn oh my god but no I can, I can lose to you okay <laughs> that warms my heart that you don't want me to pull my hammy very, yeah, I think it's, it's, very kind of you aside. it's just a race nobody needs to get injured <laughs> do you want me to get injured Andre is that what you mean no no I don't Thank you. Co-host of the year. <laughs> so much love going around here. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, my second, my next question. Would you rather get one of those old helmets with the metal in the middle of your eyes? You know, oh, the, the, the half cage. Hatch, half cage. Or those big ass shoulder pads. I mean, you know, full back back in the days. Or our head coach when he played quarterback Tyson, he had big ass shoulder pads too for some reason. Uh, if I tried wearing one of those half cage things today, uh, the face masks, honestly, I, I, that, that was actually the first, the first helmet I ever like had for, I think I only had it for, I don't know, a month for practices. And then I gave up on it. I can't remember exactly, but the very first helmet I had, I had this half cage and you get this bar in the middle. And you have two eyes, so then you're seeing double of that friggin' bar, and it's just so distracting. I'd rather choose the shoulder pads uh, because I know that me now, if I put on a half-cage helmet or a, a helmet with a half-cage uh, face mask now, I'm pretty sure I'd get a pretty bad headache just... From looking at that bar, seeing double the entire game. 
So I, I, I'd rather wear the huge shoulder pads, even though that would also feel stupid. Big ass shoulder pads, you can't lift your arms. No, that's true. But see, one of my biggest fears in life is lining up against the center and see that he wears that helmet. <laughs> you know, he fears nothing. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, I have uh, one last one here. Would you rather never watch, talk about, or be involved with sports in any way ever again, but in this scenario, you're rich? Yeah. Or, or would you rather be kind of poor and continue as you'd like with sports? So rich and you get to... And you never get to do anything related to sports again. Or you're poor and you continue as however you want with being involved with watching sports, whatever. Okay. Everything counts as sports. But I barely watch sports. Like, I've never watched an NFL game besides the Super Bowl. <laughs> now, but dude, you, a lot of European games. We we have, we have a podcast talking about football. You play football. <laughs> Last year you refed football. You said a big part. You said you said when you moved to Vicwa, you desperately tried to find a sport. Like there's so much sports going on around. Yes, yeah, it's a big issue. Now would you give? Oh, you, okay. So you mean I will live my life like I do now, or be rich? <laughs> maybe that's essentially what i'm saying yes now i continue living how i do <laughs> aside not willing to give up sports i need to watch ufc fights <laughs> what would you pick andre oh i couldn't be without sports like you're, you're also a student so you're actually living your like the poor life right now <laughs> but like i i could i couldn't no i couldn't see myself not doing anything with sports anymore like I, I i would find no meaning in my life anymore if i didn't have any sports like what what games do you play on playstation sports sport, games, sports games. <laughs> <laughs> i would be so i would be so miserable without sports oh my god it, it, please try it one day like zero sport day but wait that I, I don't think I can avoid it. Like, I get ESPN updates on my phone that I, like, automatically read sports updates. <laughs> I'm screwed. I can't. I have one more question. Oh, you do? It's a quick one. Get or pancaked? <laughs> uh, does it matter? I think cut is less embarrassing I, I, than getting pancaked. I don't think I've ever gotten cut to the point where I've, I've felt like it hurts. It's just been like, ah, screw I mean, this. This is annoying. I mean, like, it's uh, you're running full speed. You don't see that short-ass running back, and he just jumps your legs. Oh, Limham's running back did that in 2020 like seven times on me. <laughs> I've, 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 yeah, I'd... I remember distinctly when we played them at home in 2020. I was playing end or edge rusher, and I slanted inside. I quickly got off the tackle, and I was like, damn, 
that that was a fast uh, shedding of the block. Go go for the quarterback and the running back just cuts me out of nowhere. I'm like fuck. That or getting pancaked. Just because I got by quickly, you running back come and cut me. Uh, I'd ra- I'd rather get cut than get pancaked. Pancaked is embarrassing. It's a bit embarrassing. I mean, it depends on who you're facing. If you're facing the best, <laughs> the best power blocker in all of Sweden, then it's not that embarrassing. But I being pancaked isn't cool. <laughs> like I've gotten not pancaked, but like thrown to the ground by a random offensive line just because like I was going some like. I didn't pay attention for him existing that way. Then he just pushed me. It's pretty embarrassing. But I get it. I've never gotten cut. Never? I'm too short. Who's the freaking <laughs> I mean, if you are you are you never winning pass rush reps? Is the running back never needing to cut you? I have I had a lot of tackles, so no. I'm, <laughs> uh, I've gotten through a couple of times, but nobody cuts me. I'm I'm too athletic. They know I will jump over them probably. <laughs> Liar. But anyway, with that, uh, I think our podcast pretty much has come to an end. Do you have anything uh, to add before we leave aside? No, Happy New Year's, people. <laughs> it's February, man. And we back. It's February. Hey, uh, it's been a uh, pretty fun podcast, I think. Yeah. No guests. This, <laughs> no, yeah, no guests this time, but we'll, uh, we'll probably have... St- a or even some guests on uh, in our next episode. That's called a tease for you. And, uh, well, we'd like to remind every single one of you to use our co- discount code SHITSHOW whenever you shop at Contact Sports for 5% off. And, uh, well, thank you for listening. Go follow our Instagram account. We're at Gridirons of Europe. Follow our Twitter account. We're at Gridirons Europe. You can find this podcast on Spotify. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcast. Bye.